Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym, and we are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jote. <laughs> know that by now. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. We are thrilled that you're here with us today. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, last week, we talked about taking the crazy out of Christmas and keeping our peace by guarding our heart, our time, and our money. This week, we're going to talk about... Uh, Taking the crazy out of Christmas and keeping our joy this season. So the most appropriate scripture, and the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Mm. Luke 2, uh, 10, 10 and 11. So. How do we stay joyful this Christmas? I think people look at joy as some kind of flippant, flighty, you know, giggly. And we're going to talk today about how powerful joy really is. It's not just a fleeting emotion. Right, exactly. Uh, In Galatians, it says that uh, joy is actually part of the fruit. Um, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. So when we're talking about joy being a part of the fruit, uh, there are are those nine attributes, and those really are the the character of Christ. It's his very nature. It's who he is. And we were made in the image of Christ. And so guess what? Those same qualities are in us. Uh, Joy is one of the most powerful spiritual forces in the world. Um, But just like any seed, it's it's in us, but it needs to be nurtured and it needs to grow. And as we change our thinking, uh, that that joy does certainly grow. And so joy uh, comes from a Greek word called chara. And it's this natural response to a gracious gift. Uh, The most gracious and wonderful gift is is the birth of our Savior. But it also talks about this gladness and this delight. Joy is mentioned over 200 times in the Bible. And joy is is different than happiness. Uh, Joy comes, or joy is uh, there despite the circumstances where happiness has that hap word in it, happenstance. So happiness comes from, you know, when our circumstances all play out right, we're going to be happy. But joy is that consistent uh, state of mind. It it comes with a very settled contentment, confidence, and hope that comes from Jesus Christ. So joy brings strength. Mm -hmm. Nehemiah, in Nehemiah 8.10, it says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, The story behind that is the people of God had gotten away from God. And Nehemiah and the priests were standing up throughout the day, through half the day, reading scripture to the people. And the people were mourning and they were weeping and they were sad because they had disappointed God. But at the end of Nehemiah 8.10, he said, the joy, do not weep, Stop mourning. You know how we can all feel bad about our mistakes and falling short and letting God down. But he said, do not weep or mourn for the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
And I think it's very important to focus on joy being our strength. So if joy is our strength, guess what our weakness is? Depression, sadness, despair, defeat. It is not something we just aspire to. It is something that we really need to pursue to stay in. Uh, God, I believe it's one of the most underutilized weapons for the body of Christ is to stay joyful. Satan is constantly trying to get Christians to be sad, be down. And again, it's it's what we're focusing on. If st- joys are strength, uh, depression is our weakness, then we must continue to focus on what brings us joy. Mm-hmm. Being with people who are joyful, yeah. being in the presence of God where he says in his presence is the fullness of joy. What what are we exposing ourselves to daily? Focusing on the good, focus, focusing on what's right, focusing on the scripture, keeping our minds focused on the right thing. Right. A few weeks ago, we we talked about in in this life we are fighting battles, yes. but this is a, a good fight to be in the right fight. But it's really difficult to fight when you feel weak. Yes. Uh, in in order for faith to work, I mean, we are in a faith fight. In order for faith to work, joy is critical. We can't live a life of faith. If we are joyless and 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 feeling defeated, uh, fear has to yield to faith and discouragement. Depression has to yes. yield to joy. Mm-hmm. But and we talked about in, in this world that we are in a spiritual battle, and we believe that devil is out roaring, and he he just has a heyday with people and. Oftentimes around the holidays, he wants those holiday blues to settle in, but he he, he uses fear. And he uses, he, he lies. He is the biggest liar. And he will tell you that you're going under, that n- nobody loves you. There's no hope. Uh, that That's what he does. And that fear puts us in that weakened position. And if the devil can steal your joy, the devil can steal your goods. Mm-hmm. Who said, who said that? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Seville. Seville. Shout yes. out to Jerry Seville. <laughs> And so the devil can, if he can steal that joy out of our heart, guess what? He can steal everything. Jody, you touched on depression a little bit. And and depression, again, serious business. But it is, it's really those persistent feelings of being, of feeling sad Mm -hmm. and empty. Uh, The devil will come in and tell us how worthless we are, that there is no hope. And we're here to tell you there is great hope in in Christ. But one one of the main indicators, hey, if you're starting to feel a little glum, one of the main indicators is we can begin to isolate ourselves. And that, that can get us in a very dangerous situation because we were meant you know, to be in community, mm-hmm. to, to be with other people. Mm-hmm. And, and when you feel yourself wanting to isolate, yeah, that's a real indicator that you need people. Yeah. You need to be around people Reach who care out. about you. Yeah. Go to a church that will encourage you. So force yourself to get out of the house. I mean, yeah, that's where the, the devil's playground is, is where you keep yourself alone. That's when loneliness sets in. You need to reach out to other people. I was listening to a story by Charles Stanley and his son the other day. 
And his son said he remembered when his uh, dad told the story of he was home alone. I don't know when, I don't know why, but Charles Stanley was saying there was a time in his life where he was alone for Christmas and thoughts were mm-hmm. starting to fill his of his head of self-pity and sadness and depression. And he got a hold of himself and he said, you know what? I'm going to call so-and-so, a friend. It was Christmas Day. And he got on the phone and started talking, calling friends, calling people he barely even knew. And he said, before you knew it, he was calling them, encouraging them, wishing them a Merry Christmas. And it turned his whole day around. Mm. So it became a tradition in the family to, on Christmas Day, reach out to other people, call other people on that day, see how they're doing. And I thought to myself, just that act right there of when you're feel just try it. Yeah. When you're feeling sad, when the blues start creeping in, think of someone else. Text them, email them, call them, go bake someone a cake, bake someone cookies, and instantly your feelings will begin to change. Yeah, that that idle time when we're Ugh. when we're alone and you know get all caught up in the wrong thinking. What's the scripture when when we are focused on the problem? There there is no. It's hard to be joyful when when we're just completely engaged in in what's wrong. But joy joy is is there when we can see past the problem. Yes. When we know that that there is hope that God does have an answer. We are here to encourage you today that there is there is hope. Um see past the problem. God has the answer for you. Yeah, the scripture says looking unto Jesus. Okay, we're looking unto Jesus and what he did. It says looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So whatever we're believing for, whatever we're we're looking to God for, he said he he began it and he will finish it. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. How did Jesus go through what he did? Right. How did he go through the the scourging and the beating and the the rejection and the pure hatred? The Bible told us specifically for the joy that was set before him. What we have to do as Christians, if we find ourselves down, if we find ourselves depressed or sad, is we have to look beyond the problem. Mm -hmm. It says, look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, how he did it. He was crucified, and the Bible says, for the joy that was set before him. You know what he did? He saw into the future. He saw you. He saw you, he saw me, he saw the victory, he saw what was going to happen when he rose from the dead, and he believed his father God was going to deliver him from that, deliver him from hell, and he was going to get the victory. So what you're facing today, you know what? We're all facing something. We're all facing challenges. So the key is, The Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Isn't that interesting? The spirit of heaviness comes at you and lies to you and tries to get you discouraged and tries to get you afraid. What you need to do is, the Bible says, you, me, we need to put on the garment, just like you put on a jacket. You know, you don't feel like it. You you probably don't want to do it. 
But if the Bible says, put it on, meaning it's not on yet, but once you put it on, put on the garment of praise, which will remove the spirit of heaviness, drive back thoughts of suicide, drive back thoughts of defeat and loneliness and sadness. Once you start opening up your mouth, and begin to praise God by faith. Amen. You don't feel like it at first, just like when you put on a jacket, you're not warm right away, but you put it on, you choose to put it on, and all of a sudden you start warming up. All of a sudden you start feeling it. All of a sudden you get up, start singing, you start dancing, you start praising the Lord, you start shouting, Satan can't stay. What What is that scripture, the situation in the Old Testament where it says praise precedes victory. What was the, you said praisers always went out in yeah, front. Uh, in the Old Testament, when it was time for battle, God said, put your praisers, put your praise and worship leaders in the, in in the, the front. front, not your mighty warriors, not your big tough guys. Put your praise and worship leaders out in front because he knew the atmosphere had to change. I mean, obviously, war's not a fun thing. <laughs> I thoughts of are we going to be slaughtered? But God knew the power of getting the atmosphere and your attitude right and focused on God. Right. So we're saying we joy is in us, yes. but you got to stir it up. It's already in us. And so to stir up that joy, as Jody's talking about, re rejoice. I mean, joy is right there in, in the word to shout, to sing, to dance, to laugh. And we, we don't mean this trivially. Mm -hmm. This is serious yep. business. You want to kick that devil yep. out of your situation, out of your home, out of your head, uh, start to sing and praise yep. the Lord. Enjoy what enjoy this season. Yeah. We're first saying rejoice, laugh and have fun, but enjoy the season. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we're just ungrateful. Yeah. You know, we 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 look around and we wish we had more or we mm -hmm. don't have enough of this. And I think we can all be guilty of just not being grateful for the people in our lives. I we uh we we've got clothes, we've got food, we've we we just have no idea sometimes how the rest of the world lives. And so to be grateful for a family, to be grateful for that one friend, if it's one friend that you have, a warm bed. Yes. Um, I love to crack open a diet soda in the morning and just burn my throat. And I am so grateful for that. But it's to it's to enjoy the lights mm -hmm. and to enjoy the cheesy Christmas Hallmark movies that mm -hmm. I've been watching mm -hmm. since October. Yes, I have. Yes. It, it, Really, it's a choice. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of people think, well, if you only knew what I was going through, if you only knew what just happened to me, I, I just lost a loved one. And, and we're not taken away from no. any of that. Pain is real. Yep. Problems can be big. But I'm saying Crystal and I have been through a few things and we're finding the way it, to fight it is through praise and worship, being grateful and joy. Because let's face it, we have choices. The Bible says, 
I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. And you've got two choices in a day. I'm either going to go down this road of sadness, depression, loneliness. I'm going to continue to feel sorry for myself. And you know what? That is going to take you down a very long, dark road. Worry has never helped any situation. Feeling bad about situation has never saved your son or daughter from their backslidden condition. Worry has never paid a bill. Worry has only made things worse in our lives. But we're here to tell you there is something that can make a situation better. And it is praising the Lord, gratitude, and the force of joy. If you feel yourself, again, being depleted. Mm-hmm. getting weak, slumping over. Again, you got to get a hold of yourself and go, uh-uh, uh-uh. you've got to make different choices. And what you need to do is get up. If, if you're secluding yourself, get up, stand up, raise your hands in the air and sing, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Love it. I, and you know what? You will feel different after about five minutes of that. Now, is it easy? No. Absolutely not. I mean, there have been times where I've raised my hands and by an act of my will, it just, I mean, with everything in me, I've opened up my voice and started singing, tears running down my face. But before you know it, I felt strength coming. I felt a supernatural power from heaven coming. And all of a sudden, you start thinking, okay, uh, I'm starting to see the answer. Things are going to change. Things are getting better. But if you seclude yourself with the devil and his thoughts and and everything, he, he's going to beat your brains in. Absolutely. So we, we can stir up the joy that is already in us. This, is, this really is a time to live overjoyed at the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, that is the answer. Here, here's the, the most awesome scripture you find in Psalm 1611. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. Not just joy, yeah. complete fullness in every area of our life. It fills our room. It fills our yes. heart. It fills our relationships. Just the fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures Ooh, forevermore. Pleasures. That's how that's how we are to live. That's what God wants for yes. us. He's not the one sitting there beating us no. up or trying to make us feel guilty. Those are lies from the devil, yep. but God uh was birthed into this world, eventually died and was raised again so that we could have the fullness of joy, but spend time with them. Yes. It says in his presence. So spend time this season with Jesus and you'll be full of joy. So listen, joy is in you. Don't let the devil steal it. Stir it up, sing, have fun and appreciate what you have. Again, thank you for uh, sharing this time with us. We so appreciate you tuning in to Soul Gym Sisters. Um, Reach out to us. We're here if if you need us. Uh, If you want to dig deeper, um, please read our book, Mind Moxie, How to Help You Master What's Mastering You. Uh, You'll see our blogs and, and just some other people in our world. 
we just, again, appreciate you being here. Have a fabulous day and a wonderful Christmas season. Hope to see you next week at Soul Gym Sisters. Bye. Bye.